Hi, I'm back. It's Ellie. <laughs> Thanks for sticking um, that long gap out with me. Um, it's officially episode three of Every Time I Choose. Um, we, we, we did take a bit of a journey <laughs> in between episode two and episode three. So if you're listening, thanks for sticking it out. Today, I've been thinking a lot about something. And this is what I want to, like, ask. Did anybody else grow up not really knowing that it's okay to want things? That, like desiring things or people or activities just like general the experience of having a desire did anybody else grow up like not knowing that that was like a normal human thing that like I am allowed to pay attention to (laughs) okay I ask this because recently This has been in the forefront of my mind more recently. Um, The whole, like, what do I want thing, exploring what actually makes me feel good and what what the difference between something that I think I should want, how that feels, versus the feeling of actually having, like, a deep-seated, calm, intuitive, just, like, grounded desire from for something. And I'm, I've just been exploring that, like, that balance quite a bit lately. Um, it really did start, though, this whole kind of, like, excavating of my life, really, started about three or four years ago for me. Um... I was a junior in college, and I realized that what I was doing at the time, specifically, like, with the partner I was with at the time, I knew that, or I eventually came to the realization that I could not be the person that I wanted to be in this life if I stayed in the environments that I was in in the relationships, in um, some of the communities. And I realized that if what I was doing at that time wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go, I could feel that something wasn't right, but I realized that I had no freaking clue who I wanted to be where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, what my dreams were, what I actually enjoyed doing, like just for the heck of it, just for fun. And the moment I realized, I guess it wasn't a moment, it was like a slow evolution of recognition. Like once I started to recognize that I had no idea how to answer these questions, um, that was, like, really, really sc- <laughs> scary. It was, like, I had been walking down this path, and it was, like, a cozy, um, tight path that had high walls, but the walls were comforting. And I once I started asking these questions, the walls just started, like, 
falling down all over me and I felt like I was just open up into this like abyss of like nothing and it it kind of kept getting worse and worse or maybe not worse you could say better just more it 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 started to feel more and more expansive in like kind of a scary way like too much space um as I realized how much I did not know how to answer these questions because growing up, I always, for like years, since I was like, I don't know, probably middle school, I was like, I knew that I wanted to go to medical school. I was going to be a doctor. Uh, the siren. Hopefully you can't hear that. Um, I was going to go to medical school. I wanted to be a doctor. Like I was going to get married in my early 20s, have a couple kids by my early 30s, you know, like the typical things that you're like taught to want um in our society and i realized that i did not want to be a doctor like i i was pretty sure that like the whole early partnership marriage relationship thing like wasn't going to be for me cuz that wasn't feeling right kids i don't even know if i want that i don't even know if i wanted a partner at this point so like everything that i thought i wanted my life to be i realized were not my desires for myself. They were somewhere, somebody else's. Somewhere along the lines from whoever. Probably a whole bunch of different people and just our society as a whole. Okay, but now, three, four years later, when I'm, where I'm at now, and I'm slowly starting to figure out what I want, um, and like I, like I mentioned early, just earlier, um, I'm starting to recognize what it feels like in my body when I actually want something versus when I think I should want something um, or, or when somebody else wants something for me. Um, okay, it's not all sunshine and rainbows over here either, though. <laughs> like, I, uh, what? <laughs> people, there's people that have just been doing this forever. This is scary. It's scary to know what you want. And I don't know, maybe I need to, like, do some thought work around that. But it's, it's, it's beautiful, I think, to start to feel myself starting to recognize things that I like and want and just, like, are naturally drawn to. It's really fun to recognize those, but at the same time, uh... <laughs> It's actually much harder to recognize what I what I want for myself. Like it's for one, it opens me up to once I recognize a want, then and if I'm standing firm in that, then you like really the opposite door flings wide open in my in my mind that like if I want this and I know that I want this then the possibility of me not not getting it is like so feels so much more painful and scary for some reason um which I was not expecting you know I thought like oh once I figure out all this stuff then I'll just like know and then I'll just take the steps to do that and Yes, but also it has been more complicated than that for me. And I'm still learning to trust myself, but 
the other part of this is that I realized in my not knowing for a long time, I indecision has been something like played a pretty big part in my life. If <laughs> if you're close to me, which uh, I feel like most of the people listening to this are, um, somewhat at least, decision making has not always been my strong suit. <laughs> uh, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like decisions have just been hard, and I realized that staying in that indecision actually was like protective of me of my like of protecting myself because I could keep a lot of strong emotions at an arm's length if I was just stuck in my indecision because if I if the coin you know heads or tails just never stopped flipping if it never landed I I didn't know if if I didn't get this this thing Say I wanted, say, say there was the opportunity to go to the cabin, sure. But if the coin never stopped flipping, I, if it never stopped flipping, then it, I would never know which way I wanted it to go. And what I mean by this is like, if I didn't get said thing, but the coin, the proverbial coin never stopped flipping, and so I didn't really know, quote-unquote, if I wanted or not. If I didn't get it, then the sadness and disappointment was not as close to home. On the other hand, if the coin never stopped flipping and I did get this thing, if I did get to go, then also that like intense excitement and celebration were not as close. That was at an arm's distance as well. So either way, this this indecision has really just served to keep me small in some ways, but um, in places where I didn't know or didn't feel like it was safe to be super expressive or didn't really know how to process through big emotions like sadness excitement both of those like excitement sounds easy but it's that's actually a pretty big emotion to like let run through your body some say easier than grief but not necessarily and I think the disconnect with my body really was like served in this indecision of not knowing what I wanted and never no things never got close enough to touch me so now when I'm like letting the coin land and realizing, yeah, I want this for sure. I want to have a partner for like a long-term partner and I want it to feel good. I want it to be fulfilling for, to me and like non-traditional in the ways that are, that like feel good. Okay. <laughs> Once I recognize that I want that, that becomes that's just a whole nother realm that I'm walking into of potential for these big emotions I was not I did not know that this was something I was going to be running into just in this journey of figuring out 
my preferences, my likes, my dislikes, my who I want to be, who I want to be around. Did not know that that was a thing. Um, I don't know if this is common. I'm sure it is. But if you if you've made it all the way through this, you should definitely let me know what your experience has been with this because I'm super curious if this is common. I'm sure it is. But maybe maybe things like somebody hasn't put words to it before. I'm not sure, but I've been thinking about it a lot. So if you've been thinking about it too, let me know. And of course, thank you for listening. Those are my my thoughts for the day. This is my practice of sharing my voice, which is the dedication of this podcast. So I super appreciate um the little ears, the little human ears that are listening to my voice whenever this reaches other people. And yeah, that's all for now. I'll see you in episode four. Hopefully it won't be as long in between episodes. Okay. Bye.